Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. In Queens, New York in 2015, a man on a train platform was stabbed in the bum multiple times. And the weirdest part of this story? He had no idea it had happened until he got home and noticed he had blood all over his pants. When giving a statement to the police, he said he remembered another passenger bumping into him several times, both on the platform, the train, and then a second platform, but he really didn't think much of it at all at the time because the subway is notoriously overcrowded, and he certainly didn't realise he'd been stabbed multiple times in the bum. After a medical examination, three puncture wounds were identified on his left buttock and one puncture wound on his right buttock. The culprit was never found, but I guess it can be said the victim truly did have buns of steel. I'm Tori Hodgman, and welcome to the Smooth Criminal Podcast. Firstly, I must apologise there haven't been any episodes for the last couple of weeks. I had a terrible time sorting out my settings to get decent sound quality and I'm still not convinced it sounds as clear as it used to. I'll continue to soldier on with tweaking. I'm even looking at some different recording software. So hopefully the podcast will be sounding much better soon. And today we are looking at crimes involving bums, as in buttocks, butts, tushes, tushies, clackers, coochies, backsides, behinds, booties, buns, caboose, cans, cheeks, derriere, haunches, hineys, posteriors, rear ends, rumps, tails or bottoms. And even better, our first story is from Florida. While it might sound odd to many, it's really common for drug smugglers to hide their stashes and loot in body cavities, and the rectum, aka anus, butthole, chocolate starfish, is often the orifice of choice. Like it was for a man in Florida who secreted over $1,000 cash in his bum, which was discovered by the police after he was arrested. And in England, George Caranja and Nathan Smith attempted to smuggle 11,000 pounds worth of drugs up their bums. They were planning to take the drugs from London to Plymouth, but they were caught after police followed up some tip-offs. Eventually, the twits posted pictures of themselves on their Facebook pages with all the money they got from selling the cocaine and crack that they had smuggled, literally, in their cracks. And now back to Florida. In 2012, another crackpot got caught with crack in his crack. Ramon Blair, aged 28, was arrested by the cops following a tip-off that he'd be found with hundreds of dollars worth of crack cocaine on his person. The cops did the usual spread your legs and arms pat-down search, but they didn't find anything. So once in custody, the police did a more thorough search, asking Blair to undress, squat and cough. And lo and behold, they found a white piece of paper in his bum which contained crack cocaine. And in another drug bum-related tale, let's talk about Ella Jo Price, 
citizen of South Carolina, who after being pulled over by the cops for a traffic violation, was taken to the station and due to how she was behaving, was given a full body search where they located not one but two crack pipes. One was stashed in her hoo-ha and the other in her clacker. Way to go, Ella Joe. Although she's not the only person to use her butt as some sort of personal safe, I found in my research. Patrian Stokes was speeding and was pulled over by the cops where they found drugs and a large wad of cash in his car. But weirdly, when they got to the cop station to process Stokes, the money was missing. As in the other cases, they ordered Stokes to a full body search and after undressing, they noticed $20 bills started falling out of his rectum. I'm not sure who was game enough to pick them up, but they were put in the evidence locker along with the drugs and Stokes's pride. Over to Washington State, where Cameron Jeffrey Wilson, aged 27, was, well, let's just say, the victim of his own string of serious mistakes when he shot himself in the testicles and then tried to hide his weapon, all while storing drugs in his anus. Wilson was hanging out at home but carrying a pistol in the front pocket of his pants when the firearm accidentally discharged and pierced his groin and thigh. As a 13-time convicted felon, Wilson said to his girlfriend to get rid of the gun before he took himself off to the hospital. Once at the hospital, a balloon of marijuana slipped out of Wilson's bum while the doctor was operating on the gunshot wound. Wilson was issued with an arrest warrant and after being released from hospital, he turned himself into the cops. But as he was being processed, he was strip searched and another balloon of marijuana slipped out of his bum. Ultimately, he was charged with possession of a firearm, unlawful possession of meth, possession of a controlled substance in a correctional facility and four counts of tampering with a witness. Shame he wasn't also charged with tampering with his anus. And in researching this topic, we discovered bums are great at getting people into all sorts of trouble of the criminal kind. To Sugarland, Texas, in the US of A, where three men were busily breaking into a Best Buy store, where not only did they trip the alarm, but one of them also accidentally butt-dialed 911. They'd already stuffed several laptops and other electronic gadgets into bags and loaded them into the car when the police arrived and a car chase ensued. The fuckwits were ultimately caught, all because of that accidental butt dial. And now to a story where butts got a pretend doctor into a spot of bother. O'Neill Morris was posing as a doctor and offering butt implants which weren't legitimate at all. In fact, when he finally got a paying customer, he filled her bum with cement, mineral oil and flat tyre sealant. I mean, fuck me dead. This has to be one of the weirdest cases I've covered in this podcast. The fake doctor's client worked at a nightclub and she wanted a curvier body, but the problem was she also wanted the cheapest option and chose O'Neill Morris. Big mistake. Huge. Morris had already spent a year in prison for botching plastic surgery on another poor unfortunate woman's face when he appeared before the court on the dodgy butt implant trial involving many plaintiffs, including representatives for one woman who'd sadly died after her butt implant surgery. In 2017, Morris pleaded no contest to the manslaughter charge and other charges and was sentenced to 10 years in prison and then five years probation. 
Although the family of Shitaka Nubi, who died as a result of the implants, were devastated with the sentence, with her mum saying, My daughter died the most inhuman death. 18 months she suffered, not knowing the full of what he put into her body. It's very sad. Let's lighten the mood a little and head to the Northern Territory in Australia. According to Senior Sergeant Gary Smith in his report of a prank that went terribly badly at a party, a 23-year-old man ended up in a very painful predicament after he decided to be the life of the party and, well, he lit up the sky and his bum as well after placing a firework between his butt cheeks and lighting it. While the party guests were delighted at the spectacle, the young man ended up with severe and painful burns to his bum, back and genitals. I mean, that places a whole new meaning on a burning ring of fire. And to add insult to his painful injuries, which required him to be taken to a hospital, he was fined 282 bucks for setting off fireworks on a non-approved firework day. And straight from a light-hearted tale to another rather sinister one, because that's how we roll here at Smooth Criminal. To Virginia in the USA back in 2012, when women started reporting they were having their buttocks slashed at a shopping centre. Nine women filed reports they'd been shopping when a man had somehow managed to slash their bums with what felt like either a razor or a box cutter. Ouch. It's actually making my bum hurt reading this. Interestingly, every witness's story featured some sort of weird act that occurred at the same time, which was clearly a distraction caused by the offender so that they didn't realise he was slashing their bums. Although none of the women were seriously hurt, it was still pretty distressing and the local police force were keen to find the offender. So after scouring hours of footage from surveillance cameras, they eventually identified Johnny D. Gwillen Pimentel as the random butt slasher, but they weren't successful in arresting him. Over a year later in Peru, local police recognised him from a wanted picture that had been sent out by the Fairfax PD in Virginia, and he was arrested, handed over to Interpol, and taken back to the US for trial, where he ultimately pleaded guilty to malicious and unlawful wounding charges and was sentenced to 20 years. Unfortunately, 13 years were suspended and subject to a good behaviour bond. But it seems attacking men's and women's bums has been around for a very long time. In my research, I found a story from the late 1700s where a man was stalking and attacking women in London at night by stabbing or pricking them in the buttocks with a pin or needle. The sleazebag who became known as the London Monster assaulted over 50 women and would prick them in the bum and then laugh like a maniac as he ran away into the night. The London Monster was never caught. Over the last decade or so, selfies have become the norm with people all over the world uploading and sharing their selfies all over their social media. But in some countries, the selfie can still get you in a lot of hot water, especially if the selfies are of your bums. A couple from San Diego found themselves in a lot of trouble when travelling through Thailand after taking a butt selfie outside Bangkok's Wat Arun Temple, which they then uploaded to Instagram and Twitter. Now I've got to say, these shitheads deserve everything they got. I can't stand it when you're travelling in countries and go to sacred sites and you see tourists being completely disrespectful. They don't dress appropriately. They don't observe local customs. It really flips my tit. 
But when it comes to being disrespectful, these ass-bearing fuckwits take the cake. As it turns out, the Thai government showed more respect than this American couple had and took Joseph and Travis De Silva, both 38, to an immigration detention centre for violating laws demanding respect of Buddhism. The men were charged with public nudity, which carried a fine of up to 153 US dollars. In addition, their visas were revoked. They were deported back to the US and blacklisted from ever returning to Thailand. Now, this couple had an Instagram account with the name Travelling Butts, which had over 14,000 followers at the time. But their response to what went down in Thailand, it was worth the arrest. Fortunately, most of the comments on their Insta account told them they were disrespectful jerks, and I've got to agree. So that's it for another episode of Smooth Criminal. It's great to be back and thank you so much for listening. You can tune in to us on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, Podbean, Overcast, Pocket Casts, AntennaPod, Downcast, on the Smooth Criminal Podcast channel on YouTube and even through our website at shows.acast.com forward slash smoothcriminal. Please rate and review and share with your friends. Until next time, remember, don't get hit by, don't get struck by a smooth criminal.